This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. And we are back. Hour three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Kent Hicken Lively, back with us, by the way. He's been on many times before. Kent, welcome back. How are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, always a joy having you. You've got a book. This was CNN, How Sex, Lies, and Spies Undid the World's Worst News Network. Uh, this is an interesting topic, by the way. Let's get into it. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Uh, a lot of uh, unexpected things that we found out about CNN. You know, I went in thinking that I was looking for political bias, which I found, um, kind of sexual weirdness, which I found. But the most unexpected thing was the finding that 21 top officials at CNN have intelligence backgrounds. Wow. Which means that they're probably not giving us the news straight because the very fact that they worked for the intelligence agencies means that they have a continuing obligation to the United States government not to reveal those secrets that they, they learn. So while it's, it's wonderful to be, you know, part of our government and the intelligence agencies, and it's wonderful to be in the news media, you really can't do both. There's this tension in our system which says that, you know, if you're going to search for the truth, you're not going to stop. But, you know, when you're somebody like Jim Secuto, who's their national security um, correspondent, and, you know, he spent a year and a half as chief of staff at the U.S. mission in Beijing, China, well, he's probably not going to be able to share right. any of the secrets that he knows and, you know, well, if in, yeah, and in I, fact, just, I'd go one step further, Kent, not only is he not going to share, he's most likely going to protect and make sure that anything else that comes out is sort of is sort of, you know, washed away or debunked, if you would. I mean, he's going to make sure that he's protecting it as well. Right. Yeah. And, you know, what I try to do is I try to be really cautious in my assertions about things. But when I find this, when my researchers found this continuing pattern of newsmen who would leave the news business and work for a couple years either for the State Department or they'd, they'd go and work in military intelligence and then they'd come back to CNN. You kind of said to yourself, well, this is probably not a midlife crisis that they're going through. And it starts to assume the proportions of this is the way our intelligence agencies realize that they can control our media because now they have a 
at the very least, a whole bunch of friends in the news department. In a way, Kent, correct me if I'm wrong, they're manipulating the information that the majority of Americans receive. Well, that's what you would tend to believe when you, you see this pattern, because I don't know about you, but I never thought that, you know, a journalist wanted to be a spy or mm-hmm. working for the government was something that any, you know, self-respecting journalist wanted to do. You know, they wanted to speak truth to power. Right. Uh, and, you know, when you go to work for power, you really can't speak the truth. No, it's. I talked a little bit about this yesterday, not not in light of your book, but you know, in light of the Veritas project and what they determined was going on at Pfizer. And it used to be that journalists did exactly what Veritas is doing on a regular basis. But Kent, we don't have journalists anymore. They're not going undercover and digging deep and being the sleuth that they once were, trying to get to the details. It's actually quite the opposite. They're really trying to cover up those details, if you would. Yeah, and I, I think that that's why uh, James O'Keefe uh, was kind enough to do the foreword to my book, was he realized that I was doing real journalism, and the fact that I was working with a former Project Veritas whistleblower, Kerry Porch. So, you know, what we're trying to do is we're trying to do real journalism. We're trying to get around the censorship, because, mm-hmm. you know, nobody is going to review my book on CNN. That's right. They are going to pretend it doesn't exist. So it's up to wonderful people like you, John, and your audience to take this book to the top, to get people to, you know, read this book and and understand, you know, the very serious questions that we raise, which, you know, everybody's talking about what's going on in big tech. But, you know, our media has been around a lot longer than big tech and the question is whether they've been penetrated by our intelligence agencies and you know strangely enough i found some of the best information on the liberal side um uh carl bernstein wrote a fantastic twenty-five thousand word article about cia penetration of the media in rolling stone in 1977 and I, I read that article, and it looks like nothing's changed from today. Yeah, yeah good point. Wait, which, that was going to be my next question. It used to be that the liberals were more concerned about the very topic that you're covering and the things that we're talking about right now. Not saying that the right didn't care as much, but the left, man, they drove that thing home hard. Where are they today? Yeah, you know, I, I really wish I knew. It, it seems like... They, there's this great amnesia that maybe they think since they control the government and academia and the media that it's okay when it's their guys gaming the system, um, but it's something that's a, a threat to everybody. Yeah, no, and again, I go back to you know one, st- one step further on, on what you and Project Veritas are doing. I'm, I'm so happy that you guys are working together because really they're doing real journalism, and I know you are as well. Unfortunately, though, Ken, this is what I wanted you to talk about, is you guys, you and they, are being really labeled you know, terrorist and anti-this and anti-that, when in fact you're doing exactly what journalists have supposed to have been doing all along. You're doing that, but you're now being labeled something that is anti-American. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's really true, but actually the attack on me has been really interesting because most of the times they just 
pretend I don't exist. I think it's because if uh, if I did get a large platform, people would see that I'm just a person who's interested in getting to the truth. I mean, you know, I I live in liberal California. I love liberals. Okay, some of the nicest people yep. around. Yeah. Um, but you know, I have these very serious questions that I think we all need to address, and and so you know, I'm not you know. <laughs> I'm not an insurrectionist, you know, I'm, I'm no, you're just trying I'm, to get to the truth I, and make sure people understand what that is. Right. Yeah. I'm one of those guys who drives 55 miles an hour on the freeway and doesn't jaywalk. Okay. That's the kind of American I am. Yeah. But when I have questions, I want them answered. Yeah. And to your point, Kent, I mean, I think even, especially through this whole COVID era, you know, we're now entering the fourth year of that nonsense, if you would, or, you know, a little over three years, I guess. But but regardless, we've been at this now for a while. And I think if there's anything that at least I personally see that's happened through COVID is just the amount of deception, lies, you know, the things that that we have been told through all of that, the manipulation of data to make it say what they want versus what's really happening. I mean, to me, that is the biggest sign that we are being duped on a regular basis that I've ever seen. Yeah, and, you know, the the only thing that I can say that gives me hope is it seems like the veils are being stripped away from the eyes of a lot of people. I mean, distrust in the media is at an all-time high. You know, CNN, they've got new owners who really, I think, are trying to push the ship back to the center, but they're running into a lot of problems with their talent, and, and, so, and, and their viewership is sinking because... Mm-hmm. You know, I I liken it to, you know, a cheating spouse who, who says to his wife, hey, you know, I'm not cheating now. Why don't you love me? It's like, well, you've done all these terrible things, and now I'm just finding out about them. Right. So right. Good point. I think that's the way a lot of people are right now. I agree. I, I agree. All right. And I know I always sound like a broken record when I ask this, but best place to buy the book? Uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Any of your places online, you're, you probably won't find it at the bookstores because uh, yep. they're controversial, but uh, uh, any place online. Awesome. And please, if you buy it and read it, please put a review on Amazon because that's yep. what drives sales. Good point. Kent, as always, appreciate it. Anything new that comes up, let me know. You've been a great guest. I love having you, sir. Thanks so much. You're very welcome. Again, Kent Hicken Lively. It's spelled exactly like it sounds. And we'll have, of course, links up later tonight. Producer Ann will on that as well. I appreciate all the work, by the way, that Kent's doing. I didn't know that he was as involved with some of the folks from Project Veritas as he is. But, again, just shows you the quality of journalism that he's doing. And not the first one of these books that he's done. He did one, of course, on all of the real numbers on COVID. And we talked about that with him here, I don't know, several weeks ago. Actually, probably a couple of months ago. Uh, but Kent's a great guy. He's got several books out. Just look him up. Kent Hicken Life. Help you out. And uh, they got great programs, great texts, great people in general. Just call them. 720 Absolute technicians listen first. 1,300 Google reviews at 4.9 stars is proof that you can trust. I'm Isaac. I'm the service manager here at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. At Absolute, we pride ourselves on advising as opposed to telling. We don't do any repairs without talking to the customer first. So we always want clients to know what's going on, understand what we're saying, and make an educated decision for what they would like to do in their home to their HVAC equipment. We always like to set the table for what the client can expect while we are in their home. So that makes the homeowner comfortable with who's in their home, and it also helps us to communicate what we're recommending and why we're 
recommending it. We pride ourselves on high-level communication. Make sure you are heard. Work with professionals that listen. Schedule with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air now at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right. And uh, Flesh and Beck, anything you need when it comes to your legal world, just advice, even if you're a business owner, contracts, things along those lines, whatever you need. You've been involved in an accident, need representation. Kevin is not afraid to go to court. Just give him a call today, 303-806-8886, or find him at fleshlawfirm.com. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now. 303-806-8886. All right, Kane, our home transitions. And we talked to the... the um, owners, which is Catherine and Robin, on Monday, and they put a, they've got this great plan they put together for those of you that have folks that are looking to, you know, elderly parents or grandparents or whatever the case may be that you know are going to be transitioning in the future, and it doesn't matter whether it's now or even three or four years from now, they've got the ability to help you through that entire process and how that needs to go. Give Catherine and Robin a call today, 720-437-8210. To attract the right buyer for your home, you need a complete understanding of your direct competition. Realtors Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions know exactly how to help you navigate selling your home in a changing market by identifying exactly who your competition is. You'll actually go to see similar listings in your area so you know how to tailor your home sale and pricing to stick out to buyers. Kat and Robin identify the right strategies by actively monitoring your competition every day. Using real-time monitoring and the NMLS, they can give you updates on how things are changing in your area with expert guidance on how to keep your home ahead of the others. Choose the real estate team that puts you steps ahead of your competition and get two experts for the price of one. Set up your free consultation now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. Mom, why is it so cold in the house? Is the thermostat broken? The Public Utilities Commission approved another rate increase, and I can't afford the bill. Colorado families are struggling to make ends meet. It's time to hold the Colorado Public Utilities Commission accountable and take the burden off our families. Don't get cold feet. Turn up the heat on the Colorado Public Utilities Commission. Visit nomorerateincreases.com to make your voice heard. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. 
All right, Rush to Reads in Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. By the way, lines are open. No guests the rest of this hour. If there's something on your mind you'd like to discuss, let us know. 303-477-5600. Again, 303-477-5600. Don't forget, you can text us as well. Text line is 307 200 8222 307-200-8222. Somebody also said when it came to the ad options on some of these subscriber services that Paramount Plus has a no-ad option as well. I Now that you say that, I realize that, and I need that. I have Paramount and Paramount Plus, and I watch a few things there, and I hate ads. So thank you. That's a reminder, and I will... Uh, I will fix that later tonight. So I, I appreciate that very, very much. Um, well, reading through some of these text messages, make sure I've got everything uh, happening. Somebody also said, um, this was from earlier today. Oh, never mind. That's some something else. John and Shane, thank you, by the way, for all of yours. You, this was a comment from last night that Stossel, John Stossel did a whole video on homelessness and how most are professional panhandlers, and I remember that. So that was actually, we were talking about panhandlers last night, Andy and I were. And uh, great, thank you, by the way, for, for that, John. And you're right, I should probably look that one up and make note of that down the road. But at any rate, one other thing, too, I, want, I haven't talked about this yet. But there was a, a text that came in for Kim this morning, and Kim must have been talking about the egg shortages and some of what's going on there and so on. And there's some conspiracy theorists out there, and I, this is exactly what I'm going to call them. There's some conspiracy theorists out there that claim that the reason why some chickens aren't laying as many eggs is because of some sort of a problem with the feed, and it's some sort of a gigantic conspiracy to lessen the production of eggs. Hogwash. Utter hogwash. I have known enough farmers, talked to enough farmers, have, have even seen enough things from farmers on social media that have debunked that. It is not true. There's nothing wrong with the chicken feed. It, a lot of it has to do with how you're taking care of your chickens, how much light they get, and so on. It's natural for chickens in the wintertime to slow down their egg production. You can increase that egg production from everything I know by giving them light. I'm not a chicken farmer by any means, but I've done enough research on it where we don't have a chicken feed problem. It's more of just what people are doing. It's, one farmer said it's what you city slickers don't know what to do when it comes to raising chickens. And I would venture to guess this particular farmer is correct. I follow him on a lot of different things, and I have not found him to be wrong yet on anything that he has said. And I've got other farmer friends as well that I've talked to about this, and they all agree. So, no, there, there is no chicken feed problem when it comes to chickens right now. And the reason, and, and the fact that we've got lower "quote unquote" production coming out of even some 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 family raised chickens is probably the best way to say that. So, anyways, um, just a side note. And I was going to mention that the other day, and now that I saw a text message on that, I thought I would go ahead and add that. Somebody said, "Would love to hear your opinion about the migrants who were kicked out of the hotel in New York City but won't leave." Yes, that was an ad, that was an article actually that Joe sent me. I had it in yesterday's notes. Didn't get a chance to get to it, but there are. Single males who are in hotels in New York City that are being moved out of those hotels, or they want them to move out of those hotels into other places because they want families to be placed inside of these hotels instead. 
And keep in mind, these are people that are literally using those hotel rooms. They've got hot plates. They're cooking. They're doing things inside of them, actually, that aren't even supposed to be happening. And they won't leave because they don't want to go someplace that is less fancy. And I'm kind of using their words, less fancy than where they are right now. Keep in mind, it's not costing them anything to be there. It's costing taxpayers, but it's not costing them. Why in the world we started this in the first place is beyond me. Same thing we talked about yesterday Andy and I were getting into. When you start training people to have bad behavior, they'll keep doing it. You're rewarding bad behavior. Thank you, Charlie. When you reward bad behavior, you just get more of it. Well, here you go. So, yes, Joe, Joe alerted me to that. I didn't get a chance to talk about that. Uh, you know, yesterday, but yes, um, my feeling would be go in there, get the cops, and start booting them out. And if they don't like that, deport them. There's there's more than one answer here. And I'm sorry if I sound really mean and rude and crude. You're here on my dime. You are a guest, and you've overstayed your welcome. Move. And if you don't like that, we're going to send you right back where you came from. That's my feeling on it. So, New York City, this is your problem. There's a way to fix it. We'll see whether or not you do. And whoever this texter is, thank you, by the way. I appreciate it very much. You're, you're too kind using the word migrant. They're illegal aliens. I don't consider them, again, you're, you're way kinder than I. I don't consider them migrants. They're illegal aliens. They know there's something here that they cannot get in their own country. So, yes, of course, they're trying to get here like anybody else would. And by the way, if I were them, I wouldn't be any different other than I wouldn't be overstaying my stay in a free New York City hotel. That's a whole different whole different thing. That's just not me. Bottom line, you're kind, kinder than I am because I don't call them migrants. These are illegal aliens, and it's high time we started calling them that. And, 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 and our vocabulary along those lines needs to change. They're not migrants. They're not immigrants. They're illegal aliens. They're here illegally, and we need to put a stop to it. There's an all-out invasion happening on our southern border, and we need to stop it. This administration's not going to. It's why when we vote in 2024, it's really important we vote for the right people. Otherwise, we're not going to stop this. It will just continue and continue and continue because the current administration wants it this way. The current Democrat Party, the, the Communist Party of America wants it that way. They want an all-out invasion, and they're getting it right now. We have got to put a stop to this. So, by the way, thank you for those text messages. I do appreciate that very much. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next, folks. And, again, anything you need when it comes to plumbing, regular repairs, or, or maintenance, and or upgrades, they can do any or all. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You pay too much money on your energy bill, heating water that just ends up coming out lukewarm anyway. Don't waste any more money on your inefficient water heater. High Five Plumbing will help you choose a new water heater that's not only more efficient, but match what your household's water usage needs are, too. When installing your new water heater, High Five's top priority is to provide you with stellar service and an installation that you are satisfied with, which is why they offer a two-year parts and labor warranty 
on your new water heater. While they are there, they can even customize the pressure and temperature threshold of your home's water system to how you like it. Schedule your replacement with the experts at High Five Plumbing today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out their contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing right now. Mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and waived service fee. For our listeners only, High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, do you notice that your car maybe isn't starting like it should? In other words, the engine's not turning over as fast when you're cranking it as maybe it should be, especially when it gets that cold weather that we had here just recently. Or those, those headlights are a little dimmer than they need to be. Whatever the case, Extreme Auto Repair can help you with any and all repairs or maintenance. And if you need a battery, they've got a great deal on those right now as well. 303-841-1071 or find them at klzradio.com. You have a warranty on your vehicle's battery, but when you go to replace it, they still expect you to pay a prorated replacement fee. That's not a warranty. Extreme Auto carries batteries backed by a five-year guarantee and with no proration on their battery warranty. Should the battery that you purchased with them fail within that five-year window, Extreme replaces it, no questions asked. The staff at Extreme Auto has these batteries in their own cars because their prorated free five-year guarantee is the best deal around. In most cases, Extreme Auto can do same-day service, and for your convenience, Extreme Auto offers loaner vehicles and towing services free of charge for their customers, so they can quickly get you back on the road. Replace your car battery and get the assurance you need with a battery that you can trust will last. Give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a battery replacement on your vehicle today. That number, 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com slash extreme. All right, Solar Energy Partners, Alan Davis. Again, find out if you qualify, what kind of money you would save. And Alan has all the different formulas that will give you exact answers on that. 303-378-7537. Every month is the same. You see the balance on your power bill and you feel months worth of compounding anxiety around your cash flow, inflation, and now another electricity rate increase. Alan Davis with Solar Energy Partners has a plan to save you money and proactively ease your anxieties in the future, too. The first part of his plan is to help you lower your power bill with solar energy by about 40% over the next 30 years, usually saving you more than $1,000 in the first year alone. By choosing to work with Alan, you're making an investment that saves you money and stress for years to come. The second part of his plan to save you money is to help you get away from the big power companies that keep increasing your rates. The third part is to eventually get you into a place where you pay nothing for your electricity usage. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to learn more about how he can save you money on your power bill. Set up a consolation appointment today, 303-378-7537, 303-378-7537, or visit klzradio.com sun. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, a couple more things I want to chat about before we end the show today. And again, if you miss any of today's program, just go right to the website, RushToReason.com. You can find it there. The first hour will not replay. It doesn't on Wednesdays because we have the National Crawford Roundtable, which tonight we, we talked about, or today we talked about, we did the recording this morning. We recorded those on Wednesday mornings. Uh, we talked about the, the situation that happened in Memphis with those police officers. So we had a lot of conversation, enjoyable conversation. We didn't all agree on everything, which is even nicer, I think. So we had nice conversations. If you want to listen to that, that will play at 6 o'clock tonight. So Colorado auto theft, not 
theft is at a record low. The clearance is at a record low. Now, some of you are thinking, because I had to read the article, what is clearance? Essentially, clearance rate, as definition is, refers to the share of reported crimes in which a criminal ends up charged. So, the clearance rate in Colorado auto theft is at a record low. So that's not a good thing. This is kind of backwards of what we would want. In other words, they're stealing cars and no one's catching them. Because they're not either finding them, they're not looking for them. I don't know what the answers are, by the way. I think it's ridiculous, frankly. When thieves know they're going to get by with it, and there's literally no consequences. It goes back to what Charlie said a few minutes ago. We're rewarding bad behavior by not catching them. If they know they're not going to get caught, they're just going to steal more cars. And we, we've even had cars stolen right out of here at Crawford Broadcasting. Out in the parking lot. Now, we're not the owners of this parking lot. It's a shared 12-story building. But we've had people that work here have their car stolen in broad daylight, out of the parking lot, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I don't think in this particular case that car ever was found that I know of. Charlie says no. Not surprising. I talked a little bit about this yesterday, but to me this is just one that I just I don't understand. We are more worried about. I was driving around today, and I passed two particular Cops, these were Denver cops, that were doing radar patrol. And I know the rate of car theft in Denver itself is high. So I have to ask, why are we running radar when instead we could be finding criminals that have stolen cars? And I have one answer. Finding a criminal that stole a car doesn't generate them any revenue. Finding you for speeding or any other infraction you might have, does. And some of you think, well, wait a minute. If you steal a car, there's, there's no ticket? Well, not really. You may end up in jail, or you may not, depending upon what the district attorney decides. You may be let go two or three days after being in jail. And no, the Denver PD or any other PD across this front range area is going to get anything out of that. Because that particular individual... Most likely, will not even show up for court or anything else that happens. In some cases, the charges are even dropped. They're not even getting any charges against them, even though they stole a car. So I, I go back to what I was talking about yesterday. The police, the police forces, not the police man, but the police forces, policemen or women, the police have no incentive to catch criminals that are actually doing something nefarious, you know, something wrong, or committing a crime. Like somebody said yesterday in a text message, it's more important for them to make you a criminal, the law-abiding citizen, than it is to actually go find a criminal. That, that's the day and age we live in, folks. It was probably predicted in some book somewhere sometime that we'd come to this point where you can go steal a car and get off scot-free, but don't run around with a taillight that's out. Or go 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Or 
you know, go through a yellow light or I can go down the list. Now, am I saying all those other things should happen, that you, you know, should be able to speed and run a red light and have a taillight out and have expired license plate? No, I'm not saying that, folks. But as I said yesterday, have we entered a time, we didn't talk about this on the podcast today, I wish we would have, have we entered into a time to where some of the minor offenses should be looked at differently and handled differently? If it's all about revenue collection, figure out a way to send them a ticket in the mail. And have them pay it that way. If that's really what we're after, which I think it is, then do so. And, and quit worrying about some of these minor infractions that we're pulling people over for. And, and focus on the real crime, which is, in this case, car theft. Because as this article said, this is out of Channel 31, Fox, or Fox 31, Channel 2 News. The clearance rate for auto theft in Colorado is at an all-time low, which means we're not catching these criminals. And it's gone down ever since the beginning of 2020 when COVID hit. I, I'll say another thing. I am so tired of the COVID excuse when it comes to all these different things that people and agencies can't do, I, I could throw up. Quit using COVID as an excuse. It's not anymore. Well, we can't pull that person over because, you know, we're worried about COVID or uh, we'll let them run around with expired tags because COVID. We'll, 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 you know, we'll let this happen because of COVID. It's hogwash. COVID's over. It, it's being stretched out by the powers that be, but it's over. It's a, it's a minor cold now. We'll talk about that tomorrow with Dr. Kelly Victory, but, but it's over. But yet there's agencies out there that are using it to the utmost, I think, really, to be lazy and get what they want. Saying it like it is, folks. And I'm tired of that excuse. I'm also tired of seeing people wear stupid masks. Side note. I, I look at somebody wearing a mask, and I can almost tell you what their political affiliation is just by the mask. Because no conservative in their right mind would wear a mask, not after all the knowledge we have on them. You're just a complete dodo head wearing one. Sorry, you are. Sorry, but not sorry. You're a dodo head. We've learned that even the elderly who might be immune compromised by wearing one are doing nothing. They're not helping themselves. It's a big feel-good measure on their part, I guess, or a a scare tactic by the left to get them to wear it, and some odd reason they think they're protecting themselves and others by wearing it, and they're not doing either. It's the dumbest thing ever. But I'm tired of the whole COVID excuse, especially when it comes to things like this. And that's what you're going to hear when it comes to catching criminals that steal cars. To me, this isn't that difficult. Maybe I'm not looking at it correctly. I'm not in law enforcement. Maybe finding a stolen car is harder than it seems, but with all of the cameras and recording devices that we now have scattered everywhere, I really find it hard to believe we can't find where these guys take these cars. To me, it's not that complicated. If Joe Friday were around, he'd find him. We don't have any Joe Fridays left, I'm afraid. Those of you that don't know who Joe Friday is because you're really young, go watch Dragnet and you'll know what I mean. But, again, just, just an article. I read this yesterday. wanted to talk about it. The clearance rate is at an all-time low, meaning we're not catching criminals that are stealing cars, which this is a whole drive radio topic. But if you've got a car that's easily stolen, you need to really be careful where you're parking it, have a club on it, do whatever you possibly can to make sure that it doesn't get stolen or it will. If there's one thing I can guarantee you, 
If you've got a hot car that's, that's on the high end of the list of being stolen, it will be. So if that's you, and by the way, you can go look it up and see what these cars are that are at the top of the list for being stolen. But if you have a car that's high on the list, I would highly recommend you do something to protect it. Otherwise, it's going to end up stolen. Jim, what's going on? You know, John, this is so funny what you're talking about. You know, I really hate to say this to you. Maybe this is going to take you off. But you know what? You're wasting your breath, buddy. I know. I am. You really. You it feels really good, though. Wasting. I know. I know. It, it, it gets that. It gets that. That anger out of your body. That's right. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, you're right. It's not going to accomplish anything. You are a thousand percent correct, Jim. You know, these people, these people, not just in this state, but California, all these states are getting, these people are all getting exactly what they wanted. Yeah. Not deserved, but what they want. No, you're right. You know what I'm saying? You're right. I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand people that move from, from a state that they destroyed, and they moved to another place because they, they they don't understand that they destroyed the state they came from because of their way of thinking. It's Jim. It's a mental illness. I have no other explanation for it. It's just a flat out mental illness. You know what? And I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I listen to this guy Jesse Kelly that's on right now too, and I listen to him, and he says the same thing, man. He says the same thing, exact same thing. It's a mental yep, illness. It is. Because, there, Jim, it. there's no other way to explain it. How else would you explain it? I don't know. And and and, and, the, and, the, and the, the colleges have just bred stupidity yep. into yep. all these people that Fact. are running our, our cities. Fact. Yes, you're correct. Well, and, and Jim, it's, it's – it's, it's, um, make sure I use the right words here. It's bred stupidity – on purpose, so they can get the ultimate agenda that they want done handled, and they're just they're just building lemmings on a daily basis. That's all they're doing. No, absolutely, absolutely. And, and the thing is, the thing is, John, and I think I've told you this. You know, I, I love reading a lot of these history books on communism and, and socialism and stuff. And I'm telling you, this country's going. I mean, going down the the, the exact same path as these other countries have, and and people just. You try to explain it to them, and people just look at you like they're just totally dumbfounded. Yep. Like you don't even—they don't even know what you're talking no, about. No, you, and Jim, you're 100 percent correct. We, we are—we are on our—we fa- are on the fast track there. If we don't slow it down, we're in trouble. Yeah, no, exactly. Yep. And 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 then when and then when communism eventually hits this country uh, head on, I mean, when it eventually hits, people are going to go like, "What happened?" I know. What you're happened? right. Yeah. No, you're right. You're, they're going to be dumbfounded. You're exactly right. Yeah. Yep. No, exactly. No, you're you know? spot on, Jim. I, I can't argue with you. You're 100 percent correct. You know, but take 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 care. You know, John. At least there's some of us that are awake to what's going on. I don't know. I I, I drive for a living. I I put in about 160 thousand miles a year in vehicles, and I'm going to tell you something. My wife, my wife, just she can't understand why I get home sometimes, and I'm just so I'm so burnt out, and, and she's like. She's like, how can you be burnt out just sitting? I'm like, because of the people. The people. Deal with. Yeah, the people. Yeah. yeah. No, I understand why. Yeah, hundred percent, Jim. Yeah. You know, and, and I and I I couldn't even imagine being a business person in the retail industry. Oh, it's awful. With with with, with the theft that's I know. going on it's in awful, the retail Jim. industry. It's awful. You know, I'm serious. No, you're right. You know, hey, you want you want to hear you want to hear you want to hear a crazy story, John? About this is in a retail restaurant. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm sitting there, we're sitting there eating our dinner, and here's this other couple sitting across from us. 
they eat three quarters of this meal, and then and the gal had come back several times and 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 asked them, you know, how everything right. was going, and and they just they 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 and yeah, yeah, whatever, and, and finally three quarters of the way through the meal, they complained about the meal, and said that they weren't going to pay for the meal. Oh man! And I looked at them. I says, I says, wait a minute, you guys are going to get up. I did, John. I have no problems running my mouth. And I looked at that guy, and I said, you know what? You guys didn't have no problem putting that food in your fat mouth. I said, you know what? Now you can get up, and you can go pay your, for your food, because this restaurant's not going to pay for something that you guys are refusing to, refusing to pay for that you didn't have no problem stuffing your mouth with. Yeah, good point. What did they say? You know, they got up, they paid their meal. Good. I was Good. I wasn't. I wasn't going to let up. Good for you, Jim. John. Good you know, for you. That's ridiculous. I agree. There's no shame. There's no shame in There's not. no more. I know. Jim, love you, man. Got to run. Got two more calls. I'm going to get in here before the top of the hour. Thanks. I appreciate it. And uh, great stuff. Craig, you're next. Go ahead, Craig. Hey, John. I'm going to kind of take a differing opinion about uh, speed enforcement. There were 745 traffic deaths in Colorado last year. Most of those are attributed to distracted driving and speeding. Now, during COVID, when there weren't a lot of cars on the road, people were driving like maniacs, and that, that, that behavior really hasn't changed, even though there's a lot more cars on the road. Mm-hmm. For, for example, when, there, when you're at a four-way light and the light turns green, do you automatically go on green or do you hesitate and look both ways? Oh, you got to make sure coming. nobody's coming. Right. You've got to. Now... In my neighborhood in particular, in Wheat Ridge, you know, we have a a four-way stop, and hardly anybody pays attention to it. You can be out on foot, walking your dogs, speed limit in this residential area is 25. People, I call it test and tune, about every every day when the weather is permitting, you know, when it's not Mm -hmm. icy out, it becomes Bandemir Speedway 2. Jeez. From that stop sign or from a stoplight, it's just floor it and go as fast as you can. Yeah, that's not cool. Now... It's very unnerving to be out trying to walk your dogs every morning, and you've got people doing double the speed limit and more. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not right. Time. Yeah, no, you're right. School zones. We, I live near a school zone. Those yellow lights are flashing. I'm yelling at people. Do you see the yellow lights? You're in a school zone. You're going 40 and 45 when it's supposed to be 20. They have no clue, but there's no police there to write it. You know, I I think if they wrote enough big fat tickets. If we had enough traffic enforcement and these people's license were revoked, it would take that many more cars off my roads that I pay taxes on and make my life more pleasant. Well, I think that's wishful thinking because most of them would just keep driving anyways, Craig, unfortunately. Well, I know, but it's just, you know, I I know that you can't have too much emphasis on speed enforcement and setting up radar and such. But, you know, there's no need for people going double. You know, and, oh, no, in the residential you know, areas, they need to – no, I, I fully agree with you on that one. On, on the highways, eh, that's a different story. I think our speed limits in a lot of cases are way too low anyways. But in the residential neighborhoods, no, you need to abide by that. Well, let me give you an example. Yesterday morning, going east of Denver, you know, it was sloppy. It was right. slick. You know, most everybody was probably – instead of doing 75, there were a lot of people doing 65 and 70. Mm-hmm. Okay, which which is a good idea until you're – you know, you get to an area where – you know, the pavement's dry, and it, it got increasingly drier as you went east. Then you've got people, okay, let's, you've got somebody coming on the on-ramp, and because they're overly cautious, they're doing like 30. When they merged onto into the right lane, they were doing no more than 30 or 35 miles an hour, 
at which when you're in the right lane, even at 70 miles an hour, you're having to jump over into the left lane to avoid hitting them. Yep. Now, let's say you've got some guy coming down the highway at 100 miles an hour. You've got too much discrepancy between speeds. You've got somebody going too slow and somebody going too fast. Bad things happen. Good. No, agree. Because 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 your reaction times have been reduced. Yeah, and in that particular case, you shouldn't be driving that fast because there's you know it's not not good conditions. But you know, I had a guy following me coming home the other night in one of those uh, Trackhawk Jeep Grand. Oh Cherokee yeah, and those are fast. Riding my butt like you couldn't believe, and then when he finally and I'm doing 75, and when he got in the left lane and went around me. You could smell the oil coming out of the tailpipes. He was doing triple digits in yeah. no time flat. Yeah. Triple digits on Interstate 70. Yeah, and that which, by the way, is a huge offense, and he would lose his license for that if he got caught. But, you know, as I drove home, I never I never saw him get pulled over anywhere um, because I didn't see they're not, No, there's not enough for that at all. You're right about that one. So, you know, it's just, you know, I'm not talking, you know, when somebody's going 10 10 miles an hour over, you know, that that's no, but when somebody is going obviously so much faster than everybody else on the road, that's, yeah, no, that's a problem. No, I, that one, Craig, I'll, and I'll let you go. No, you're right on that one. I, I won't argue that one at all. You're hundred percent correct. John, you'll probably be my last call. What's going on, sir? Oh, Hey John, how are you? Good, sir. Um, um, I'll give, uh, you know, the prime example is the trooper that sits 10 miles North of Wellington running radar. Yet, through the construction zones between Fort Collins and uh, Loveland, we'll say, you never see a cop. You got guys way 20, 30 over the posted speed limit in a construction zone, and they never enforce it there. But he'll sit up there yep. 10 miles north of yep. Wellington. Because it's easy. It's easier you know doing why? it there than it is in the other spot. Right. Because it, it, he doesn't, he's just got to hit that. And every time the state police, and I'm sure one of them will call in sooner or later and say, well, we don't have a quota. Well, yeah, they, they do. Didn't have a quota. I think they do. In the middle of the- oh, yeah, because if they're not writing speeding tickets, their sergeant, lieutenant, whatever is calling them in and saying, what are you doing out there? You know, yeah, because they all know that they can offset their budgets. And, and I, I'm guessing, I've never been in a budget planning process okay. with you know any, anybody right. that's that's in the law enforcement end of things. But, John, you got to believe when they're looking at their budget, they know how many tickets they wrote last year. They're going to figure on upping oh, that yeah. this year, and that's got to be a part of the budget process. One other quick point. Just before you get to the E-470 turnoff on uh, 25 going yeah. southbound, yeah. maybe two miles north of that, there's a spot where you come over the top of the hill, and there's always a trooper sitting there, and everybody's hitting their brakes, and the speed will drop from speed limit down to 45 because it creates that accordion effect. Yep. And he's doing nothing but he's a clog. A no, at that point he's a clog. You're yeah. you're 100 correct, John. He's a, he's a hazard at that point, in my opinion. Yeah. On the the car theft thing. When somebody gets the crap beat out of them with a bat for trying to steal somebody's car, maybe that will be when they wake up. Maybe. Because it's going to happen. A lot of these guys, though, John, really quick, for everybody listening, I only got a minute, but for a lot of folks listening really quick, this is how a lot of these guys are doing it. And it most likely won't happen, John, because they're running two teams. They'll pull up in one car. Yep. There'll be two or three guys in that car. The other guy gets out of the car, knows exactly what they're stealing. The other two guys are watching, guys, gals, whatever. But they're watching while the other guy goes and steals mm-hmm. the car. And trust me, if there's any kind of altercation that may happen, they're not going to take that car. They're only looking for cars they know they can yank really quickly and drive off in. And, th- and that's how they're, they're tag-teaming yep. all these. 
Uh, okay. And then the other thing with the catalytic converter theft, which is still going on. Yep. I'm waiting for somebody to knock the jack out and let just let the car drop on the thief. Yeah, I mean, I, well, again, that's another one where, you know, some of the lower cars, they're doing that, although most of what they're stealing is cars they can just slide right underneath, saws all it off, and yep. leave. So you're talking, you know, smaller SUVs, trucks, things like that. Some cars, yes, but typically, John, it's stuff they can just slide right under. Okay, well. They, they want I, that thing know, I, in and I out heard, in about 30 seconds. And that's never going to stop until nope. they start prosecuting that's right the people who are that's buying right them. that's not right the and they're not going to do that because nope. they don't want to put that's the right. effort into it john let you go with that john always i appreciate it very much great calls guys affordable interest mortgages next kurt rogers anything you need when it comes to your mortgage call kurt today 720-895-0500 thinking rates are too high to buy a home wish they were in the threes or fours well your wait is over take aim affordable interest mortgage with a 321 buy down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913 with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over 748 a month less the first year, 511 the second, 262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191 and rates subject to change. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, who wants to help you with your financial future. Give him a call today, medium, and especially if you haven't talked to your advisor in a while, call Al, 303-744-1128. Your kids need to start planning for retirement. Golden Eagle Financial and Al Smith can help them get started on their retirement plans now. A small amount of time and money today can make a huge difference for their financial future. Beginning at 20 versus 40 is not a linear difference. It's exponential. With compound interest, that investment will grow exponentially so your children can accumulate more money for a successful retirement. Introducing your children to retirement planning early allows you to set them up for a financially successful future and enables them to handle a financial emergency without relying on your help. Getting them started with a solid retirement plan through Golden Eagle Financial today will not only save both of you money, but can also create wealth for them down the road. Call Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial now. 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. Or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. Veteran Windows and Doors, Dave Bancroft calling today. Find out what he can do for you to make your joy score higher. 303-529-0720. You signed with another window company, and now there's a sinking feeling in your stomach. You paid too much, and you didn't get what you really wanted. Veteran Windows and Doors won't accept buyer's remorse. That's because they work on a relational model, ensuring you get what you really want from all the options available to you. When you make a purchase with Veteran Windows and Doors, you'll know it was the right choice because they prove it to you. Not only through their five-year installation guarantee or lifetime warranty, 
but they also beat their competition's prices by 30 to 50% because they want to save you money wherever they can, even if it's a negligible amount. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want to be the most profitable. They want to give the customer a higher quality product, installation, and to give them what they want at a lower price. Get what you want. Call Dave at Veteran Windows and Doors before you sign on a dotted line. 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Get 50% off in the month of February only when you mention KLZ Radio. I'm Josh, a technician with Business Equipment Service. We all know how frustrating it can be to deal with a salesman who doesn't necessarily understand your needs or what product is right for you or your company, especially when it comes to purchasing new office equipment. As your technician, I can make the right recommendation for your home or office, get you the best deal, work through the delivery, installation, and training for you and your staff, and most importantly, be there to support the equipment long after your purchase. At Business Equipment Service, you don't get less, you just pay less. Check out what our customers have said about us for nearly 20 years at BESofColorado.com. That's BESofColorado.com. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, that's it for today, folks. Don't forget the National Crawford Roundtable plays next, and we'll be back tomorrow. First hour, Dr. Kelly Victory. Any questions for her, be sure to text them, 307-282-22. Have a great night. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.